Hi, everyone. This is Jordana Baracha from Drink It In underscore Jordana. And this is season four. We call this season Behind the Drink. And you are going to get to meet the mastermind behind the naming of this series called Behind the Drink. I have my youngest son with us today, Barachai. He is 12 years old, and it was his geniusness that said, hey, you guys should call this Behind the Drink. So thank you very much, Barachai. I'm so glad you're with us. He's my little baby. Say hi, Barachai. Hi. <laughs> so Barachai is going to interview me. He's 12. I don't know if I had said that already. He's 12 years old. And I think that was the beauty of uh, listening and having each one interview me. They have their own different perspectives based on their age and where they fall in the family. So Barakai, take it away. Go ahead. Okay. First question. What did you want to be when you grow, when you, when you grow up? What did you want to be when you grew up? Ah, what did I always want to be when I grew up? Meaning maybe I didn't want to be a teacher. <laughs> you think? Okay, so it's true. I didn't always want to be a teacher. When I was very, very, very young, Barachai, I wanted to be a dancer. Does that make a little bit of sense there? Does Ima like to dance? Yeah, yeah Ima likes to dance. So I wanted to be a dancer. But then at a very young age also, I finally got dance lessons. And I learned early on that in the dance class that I had, we were preparing for a recital. And in preparation for this recital, that's we were dancing and dancing. And then finally they give us the date of the recital and the recital's on a Friday night. And I can't participate because it's Shabbos. So I told them I can't be in the recital. And so then there was no point in me going to dance class anymore because that's all they did was practice for this recital. So when I was a young girl, it wasn't a, a possibility for me to make a career out of my dancing. Um, maybe today there's so many more options for religious Jewish women out there. But when I was growing up, there wasn't. Then when I got to high school, I was very into becoming a banker. I wanted to own a bank. I, so uh, whatever. I wanted... <laughs> I had this in my head, not such a nice thought. Anybody that was not nice to me ever, I was hoping that once I own a bank, they'd come to my bank, ask for a loan. And I would say, uh, no, I'm not gonna loan you any money. <laughs> so, so that lasted for like a year or two. And then by the time I graduated high school and I went off to Israel, that's when I decided I wanna become a teacher. So that's it. I knew it for sure I didn't want to become a dentist, you know, because you know your aunts and uncles and your grandpa are dentists, but I just watched them throughout all my years of high school studying and working, working. I'm like, that is a lot. I didn't think I could handle that. So that was that. Okay. Question two. Hey, what do you want to be, Barachai? I want to be an architect. Or architect. Oh, you still want to be an architect? Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Still wants that. Okay, go ahead. If you can go back in time into your early teens and change one thing, what would that be? If I could go back in time into my early teens and change something. Wow. What would it be? That's a great question, Barachai. That, that, that's like, and it's canted, and I got to give that, oh my gosh. What would it be if I go back in time, <laughs> there were things I think I, 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 I did that I shouldn't have done. I don't want to really publicly say that. 
but I think um, it's like, it, I guess a good way of giving you an, uh, an example of it is let's say, you know, when you're on a diet and you really shouldn't have that cheesecake or that piece of chocolate, what happens is when you have that one piece of cheesecake or you have that one piece of chocolate, what happens, Barachai? Do you want more? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So in the same way, there were certain things I had done that I shouldn't have done. And then it gave me an appetite to want to do it more and again. So I think if I would go back in time, I wish I didn't do it the first time. So then maybe it would have been easier for me to control myself in certain areas that I need to control myself. Does that uh, make sense? Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> well, uh, number three, what was your favorite experience raising all six of your children? What was my what experience? Your favorite experience raising all of your children. Raising all six of you, what was my favorite experience? Oh my gosh, my there were so many that I really enjoyed. Um, everyone brought a different experience, a hundred percent. Wow, what was my favorite experience? Hmm. I just I I loved remembering and enjoying all your, well, every child had their own funny ways about them or, or, or something unique and that they did, um, or they said things a certain way. You know, I, I remember, I love that you remember, you taught me, <laughs> you used to call Yosef Chai and Alter Chai and Svi boys, 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 boys. And I was like, what is I was like, Barakai, what is his problem? I'm thinking in my head, my son doesn't know that he has two different brothers. He's calling them the whole time, the same name. He just calls them boys. They have names. And then, do you remember I told you the story? And then what happened one time came carpool and I screamed upstairs, hey, boys, the carpool's here. Boys, it's dinner. Boys, are you in pajamas yet? Boys, are you ready yet to go to school? Boys, did you do your homework yet? And then I'm like, Ah, this makes a lot of sense. Barakai thinks their names is boys because <laughs> that's how I kept on referring to you two older brothers all the time. So I, I, I loved, I loved that eye-opening experience, especially with you, because you were you were so perceptive and so and still very perceptive that you're so quick with your wit. And that you'll say something to me and I'm like, yes, 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 right? And so you you really opened up my eyes to how I'm, I'm speaking and that, you know, monkey see, monkey do. You were just repeating me. And that's what children do. They repeat their parents, whatever they do, whatever they do, whatever they say, they're just going to repeat. And that's what you did at a young age. That so was really eye-opening for me. So that was definitely a favorite experience, specifically with you. Okay. Uh, get ready for this one. How or when, how or when did you get the inspiration to start your Drink It In Instagram page? Oh, okay. So I think um, some of your siblings also asked this, but that's okay. It's quite all right. It was when I, I don't know if you remember this trip, I had gone away in, is, to Israel in the summer. It was uh, 2019. So that was two summers ago. I went off to Israel for like... Um, it was a Ahuva had just graduated elementary school. Um, you were obviously a little bit younger, and I, you were 10 years old, you were going to be turning 10. And I went for like 10 days, eight to 10 days on a trip with just women. 
And I took them, people that weren't so knowledgeable about Judaism, and I took them to Israel. And it was so inspirational. It was like amazing just to see Israel through their eyes and, and just to talk to them and share on a constant basis. It was really a, an unbelievable feeling. And so when I got back from the trip, you know, my friend Dina Levy, right? We've been to her for Shabbos. My friend Dina Levy said, Jordana, why don't you make a video for our ladies and send them a weekly inspiration? And I said, okay, fine. And that's what I was doing. And I would send it to Adina and everything. And then Adina says, Ima, let's go. You're ready making the videos. Open up Facebook, open up Instagram. And that's what I did. And I saw that I kept on making these comments. The same phrase kept on coming out. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in. You remember what you said in the kitchen that time? When someone had asked, why do you keep on saying drink it in? Do you remember what you said? Because um, you're supposed to like drink in and absorb all the Tyra. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. Very good. That's what you had said. And you were only 10 years old. And you had said that and you understood because you're a very smart boy. Is that good? Does that sound familiar? A little yeah. bit? Yeah. Do you remember me doing the drinkings, you don't remember from two years ago that I did the drinkings. You remember when we were sitting in the car and you saw that video of a yeah. hundred versions of my drinking in, drinking in, you were like, Ima, you did this in the old house? <laughs> you remember that? You were like, so not aware, but that's okay. You don't have to be aware of everything, right? Right? Okay, good. The last question, what does it, what, what does a typical day look like now versus a day before you started to drink it in? <laughs> okay. So I used to work full-time at Yavin Academy. So I would get to school for davening. So I have to be at work already by 8.15 in the morning. So by then I would be dropping out behind you off to yeshiva in school. Um, and I would then go straight to work. And I'd be maybe have a little bit break after davening prayers in, in, in Yavna. And then I'd work on my pro the programming because I do programming at Yavna. And then I would teach. I used to teach two classes in the morning and two classes in the afternoon. So two eighth grade classes in the morning and two classes in the afternoon. Um, and then I'd do more programming. And then some years I got lucky. I got to leave around four. Some years when the kids came to school with me, I don't know if you remember that, they used to go to Yavna. I didn't finish work until like closer to five o'clock and I didn't get home until closer to six. I got home really late, but we always had full-time help. So you might not have realized it so much. There was always someone in the house. Nancy was there taking care of you. And so that was like a full day. And then when I came home, I helped everyone with their homeworks. So usually about nine o'clock at night, after I was done, dinner, sitting down with everyone and going to each child and doing the homework with them and helping them study, whatnot. Then I then first sat down, prepared my classes, marked any tests, um, emails, whatever it might be, kids, students. And then maybe my night would be starting at 11 o'clock at night where I would have some downtime finally. Now... <laughs> that I really am working on the drink it in and trying to promote a little bit more of myself. I work officially at Yavna for half a day. So I go to work, I drop you off at school, right? I drop you off at Yeshiva. So we have our little time in the car. Hopefully I don't forget, miss my exit. 
<laughs> right? That doesn't happen too often, does it? No. No, no. It just happens once or twice. I've missed my exit. And then you remind me so nicely. And then um, I go to work and I do the same thing. But now I teach three classes in the morning. And then about 1230 or so, I get to go home. And then when I come home, I usually sit down. I start uh, writing my drink it ins. I write those things called a moment in time. Do you know what those are? A moment in time? Have I ever shared those with you? I think they're like quotes and moments of time. <laughs> no, no, that's not. I do have quotes too that I post, but moment in time is like, I try to take something from uh, my life when I was younger. And then I try to connect it to something Jewish like. Uh, so one time a funny one was um, I spoke about, you know, the story on how the first chayt with Adam Arishon, the first sin, and what did, what did uh, Adam say? Why did he eat from the Tada? Do you remember? Because um, the snake told him to. Not to say his wife told him to. Chava told him to. And Hashem said to Chava, why did you eat from it? And what did Chava say? Snake told me to. Snake told me to. So everybody was passing blame and no one was taking responsibility, right? Right, you remember that? So I spoke about how when I was six years old, I went to a bungalow colony and we used to have tetherball there. Have you ever played tetherball? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, I used to love tetherball, but I didn't like to lose. Do you like losing? No. No, no, no. Most people don't, but I really didn't like to lose. So I made up two rules when you play tetherball with me. I was six years old. So I made up, so think about like Azaria's age. <laughs> so two rules were no winsies. We can't win, only I got to win. And no highsies. That means the bowl was never allowed to go higher than my head. So I wrote about this moment, how that's how I played tetherball. And, um, and I didn't take accountability for my own game. I wasn't taking responsibility. So I tied it into Chayda Adamarishon, how he also didn't take responsibility for his actions. And that hopefully I've matured over the years and I've taken responsibility now. So if you would play tetherball with me and I would lose, hopefully I would do it graciously and not say that I was sick and had a bad day. <laughs> but you know, when I thought of that story, do you remember we were in Cleveland? Just recently we went to Cleveland and one of the houses we went to, we went to the Peters and the Peters had in their backyard. Tetherball. Tetherball, right, exactly. So then that memory, came to me. So that's why I wrote it down. So that's, uh, that's, that's pretty much my day. And then you guys come home. You guys don't need that much help with homework. So that's good. Dinner is dinner. And then, yeah. So that's pretty much what I do now. That good? Can, yep, I, ask you questions. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Okay. So well, I like that question about what's your favorite memory. I know you your memories are only uh, 12 years worth. Do you have a favorite memory from the family? A lot of them. What? There's a lot of them, China. Oh, that's so beautiful. You want to share one? Um, I don't know, I just have this one with Altrine C when not including everyone, just when I was in school. Um, because when I was in second grade, Altrine C was in eighth grade and in the same school as me. 
and I was like playing near the door and I got my finger stuck in the door mm-hmm. and like somehow two seconds later I was trying to use right there and he was trying to help me out and calm me down so that's something that I always remember right how about also you remember when you were in camp Chazak and you, I think you hurt, hurt yourself on one of the hikes and who came and saved you who came and helped you oh yeah his car was like two miles away and he just was also just there he was just there right you have great big brothers right yeah very very special you have very great big brothers and I think you know like now that you talk about you know what another favorite memory of mine was when we went to Israel for Pesach remember that we were at the hotel and the three of you performed the dance that you did at Yocheved's wedding and you performed it for the whole hotel. And I love that because I love watching you because I know when you're with your brothers, it gives you a little bit more confidence. And it was so nice to watch you shine and and dance with them because I know you had such a good time with them. So that was definitely also another favorite moment of mine, watching you up there with your brothers. Yeah, those 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 were nice. There, it's nice to have good memories, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, when any other favorite memories that you have? Um, favorite memories. Um, quiet. <laughs> You can tell that Baruch is the talkative one in the family. <laughs> but he sometimes he is quite very talkative, right, Baruch Sometimes you have a, a, like, not sometimes, all the time you have a quick wit. But right now, I think uh, you're a little bit shy, right? A little bit. Um, <laughs> Nothing. Um, another time with Yusuf Chai, um, when we were in Florida, yeah, I think it was when we were in Florida yeah. by the pool. I've, I I was like, maybe I've stripped into the pool or something, but I was like, I don't know if you remember this. I was, I don't know, maybe I was six, seven, and it was like, I was like drowning a little bit, and then his high was like, oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He jumped in and got you. Yes, yes. 100%. Yes, you were drowning, not a little bit. It's just plain drowning. Yes. <laughs> so then he pooped. Yeah, Yosef Haifed. Yosef fight to save the day. Yes, that's Yosef. He's the rescuer. Yes, very, very, very true. Yes, he went in. He was already in the pool, if I'm not mistaken. And, and I said, Yosef, hi, boom. <laughs> I don't know, maybe your floaties came. I don't know. Did your floaties come? I don't remember exactly what it was, but yes, I do remember that. Yeah, you almost drowned. And I had it also with Yochaved, almost drowning. Did you ever hear that story with Yochaved? Oh my gosh. So, I was up in the country with her. She was like two years old and I'm by the pool in the country. And I thought she was floating. And I'm like, and so I said to grandma, look, wow, Yochavet's floating. She's like doing the dead man's float. She just float. So grandma's like, that's not floating. That's drowning. I threw with all my clothing on. I jumped into the pool and I snatched Yochavet up. Um, Yeah. She was not uh, floating on purpose. She was definitely just, just drowning. So we had these near, uh, near scary stories sometimes, but that's what it's like when you have kids, these things happen. So, but Baruch Hashem, thank God we're all okay. Right? We're all yeah. okay. Can I ask you a question? If I could put you on the spot, don't worry. If we need to, we could always edit it out. Okay, Baruch Hai? 
Okay. I want to ask you, um, if somebody would ask you, what is something that you learned from your from your Ima? One, a concept, a phrase, a saying, something that you got from your mother that's very important. What would you say was a message or a thought or an idea that you got from me? Um, well, always to be like very on top of things. Whenever anything, any, anything ever happens in the family, you're always uh, trying to figure, solve how to fix it. Or in general, with your drinking ends, if you're always try to die, I didn't do my drinking in yet. We gotta go home. We gotta do the drinking in, and the and then you're sitting, sitting there doing the drinking in, and so you're always like on time, and you're always doing what you have to do. If you didn't do it, you have to get it done. If it's gonna be uh, ten o'clock at night, eleven o'clock at night, you're gonna get it done. Um, and Anytime I need your help, we're there. Mm. Bye. And make the best cookies. <laughs> okay. And yeah, okay. everything basically. Oh, thank you, Barakai. That's so sweet. Yeah. So now I know why you you're also so on top of things. I guess you get that from me. <laughs> so you, you, in other words, you say that I I, I get things done. I'm a doer. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. I appreciate that. And yes, I like to bake and the cookies are good. <laughs> Maybe we'll make some for the Shabbos. <laughs> well, thank you, Barachai. Did you want to add anything else to our, our little interview? Anything that came to mind right now? Um, I don't think so. Okay. So thank you so much. Why don't you say goodbye to everybody? Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of Drink It In, the podcast. You can find all my episodes and so much more at maverickpodcasting.com. Come connect and say hi with me on Instagram at drinkitin underscore Jordana. If you like the show, leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next time.